Hi, and welcome to the White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show. My name is Josh Lumberjack Bashinsky. I'm here to chop down all your wood and slay all your deer and dinosaurs and whatnot. And uh, today, today I have on the show my two favorite co-hosts, Ted Awesome Kubitis. Hello. And Jordan GMB is my bitch, Pierce. <laughs> Say hi there, guy. What's up, everybody? <laughs> so if you've never seen the White Hat versus Black Hat SEO show before, we are the finest SEO show on the YouTubes. That could be in part because there aren't very many SEO shows on the YouTubes, but it's also because we use the highest level of scientific knowledge available to humankind for SEO. Uh, I specialize in single variable tests, uh, isolating the ranking factors to a very fine uh, level of degree. Ted specializes in writing very powerful uh, correlation software, and he can tell he can do a competitive analysis in five minutes that would take another person a month to do, checking over 500 factors on over 1,000 pages within five minutes to see exactly what the uh, competition is doing and maybe what your deficits are, maybe what you should be doing to rank, and that's called the Cora software. If you've never heard of that, where have you been? <laughs> it's the best software ever created, period. And Jordan is the local master doing single variable tests in local SEO and other kinds of tests in local SEO. As he says on the hat, GMB is his bitch, and that's that's truly the case. Uh, if you'll forgive the uh, the, dirt, the salty talk, if you'll give our if you forgive our salty talk, that's the way it is. So, um, what's new? Uh, usually, we start with what's new in SEO. I know both these guys are going to SEO Rockstars, which is the SIA uh, conference coming up, uh, put on by Dory Friend, our friend Dory Friend. And uh, do you guys want to talk a little bit about that uh, coming up? I think it's it's going to be pretty cool. Like I, I know a lot of people have seen my presentation of you know one of the other shows like DMSS or NFG or Chiang Mai, uh, but what I'm doing at Rockstars is very different than what I did at those shows. So if you're gone, it's going to be amazing, and uh, you know let's hang out, talk shop, get some drinks at the casino. Uh, it's going to be a good show. I'll be there too, so you guys can have some good opportunities to network. These events are really great. Definitely for sure. I remember um, uh, we were just at FG in Greensboro, and that was definitely great. I mean, of course, I've met Ted before. I've actually I've met both Jordan and Ted before, but it was good to see you with them again, touch base with those guys, and the uh, the brainstorming that goes on at these things definitely is top notch, and you definitely want to go if you can go. So uh, Ted sent me a secret file to Skype here. Yeah, so so what this is is I uh, I often calibrate Cora for the DUI lawyer niche in Los Angeles, uh, but since Cora four, I've expanded that to look at a number of major cities. So these are the top correlating factors across seventeen major cities for the DUI lawyer space. And what's interesting about this is that this run includes off-page factors from Dom Detailer and Ahrefs. Okay. And look at what's not at the top. <laughs> so uh, historically, in past years, we would see uh, referring domains and backlinks being the most common, you know, correlations. Yeah. Up, up here somewhere, yeah. Yeah, and we're not. They're halfway down the list. Yeah, this is fascinating. So we have keywords and body tag, keywords, 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 uh, external links, people linking out, which is interesting. 
Um, title has best keywords and absolute URLs. Uh, Dom Moz rank. Finally, around nine, Moz rank is is a correlating factor, but definitely not. Uh, I mean, n number nine for for a link, a backlink based signal to be a ranking factor is pretty low when you have all these keywords, 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 and title has best or title has a sentiment, sentiment word, which we've done a lot of testing on sentiment words as well. And it's not as cut as dry as you would imagine, but it's it's good at least Cora tests for it in various yeah. ways. And, and when I saw this data, you know, my first thought is, oh my God, Google is going after Ahrefs. <laughs> right, it's possible. We don't watch you crawling on our stuff anymore. Sorry, Ted, were you saying something there? You broke up a bit. But something's going on with backlinks and particularly Ahrefs. So maybe Ahrefs has made a mistake. Maybe Google's trying to uh, keep them from, you know, uh, knowing their system too well. But yeah, I, I definitely don't get why they fell off just so quickly. Yeah, you never know. It's possible. And why would MozRank be correlating with such high um, uh, such high uh, frequency here? Um, MozPA as well. Then there's Majestic underneath. It doesn't look like Ahrefs shows up until quite far below. So I don't know what's going on there, but yeah, and and I would say I would say that Moz and and Majestic are kind of where they've always been. You know, they've they've correlated, and it looks like they're onto something. Um, but Ahrefs used to have a solid block at the top, and they just fell. Yeah, it's weird, um, and it's kind of it's kind of also interesting the way you analyze these reports, and that you see when you see Moz Rank and Majestic showing up in the same block, like you mentioned. That also tells you something about how reliable their, how similar and how reliable their, uh, or not reliable, uh, their uh, linking metrics are. Uh, and uh, yeah, but I mean, it, here it looks like they're fairly reliable, and here it looks like it's, it's nice that they kind of corroborate each other. Majestic is is correlating just as highly as if their their TF and CF is correlating just as highly as the the PA and the DA and the Moz rank and whatnot. So. Yeah, and, and for the record, we're not saying Ahrefs is bad. We're saying that you know there's something weird happening, and you yeah. know it might be that there's a problem at Ahrefs that they can fix, or it might be that Google's trying to make life difficult for them. But some something weird is going on. Yeah, it's weird that they're not showing up here. But so just a few of the other highlights: keywords, keywords, current frequency again is I mean, keywords, keywords, keywords. Uh, and then do you have HTTPS? Well, that would be good. You know, uh, uh, do you have US phone numbers uh, for a local uh, play? That would be good. Jordan, you want to talk about phone numbers or anything that you're seeing in here about local? Uh, I'm seeing that a lot, actually, um, especially multi-location sites. So that's a really good indicator right there. I do like seeing that. Indeed, indeed. So anyway, this is just one of the kind of reports that Cora will give you. Uh, and if you've never tried it before, I highly recommend you do. If you want to give it a shot, it's bit.ly slash get-cora. That's G-E-T-Cora. Bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash G-E-T-C-O-R-A. Bit.ly, get-cora. And they can check it out there. So um, 
Uh, just making sure you guys are putting in your questions on the top right hand side on the on the YouTube here. If you're watching live on YouTube, of course, we're gonna get to the Q and A section right away here, guys. We're gonna answer all your SEO questions and fulfill your SEO dreams <laughs> with scientific knowledge, highly trustable, um, more trustable than pretty much everybody else out there. Uh, knowledge into how to do SEO and what you might be missing or what's going on. So get your questions in the top right hand side here in the YouTubes. And um, I'll just, uh, I mean, I could go into what's new. I usually do a what's new in, in SEO, and the same thing is, is going on. Google is doing an update like every week, it seems like. Google's making an update. So uh, you really have to, uh, uh, you got to up your game. And if you've been hit by one of these updates recently, you really have to up your game. You really have to get the new tools. Cora, you really have to get in the, the into the experiments, get into a group that does experiments. Check out secretseo.guru for my, my mentorship group. Uh, again, we're doing tons of experiments every week, single variable experiments, so we know a high degree of knowledge. And other people are not. You really shouldn't be listening to the guessios. That's that's Jordan's invention there. The guessios is the rest of the industry. You shouldn't be listening to them. You really should be. They're not even really part of the SEO industry because they're just guessing. So I don't. You know, people. Do you really call people who are doing a rain dance to make it rain? And then weather scientists. Do they really belong in the same category? Not really. This is the weather science uh, industry, and this is the people who do rain dancing. Same thing in SEO. These are the people who are totally guessing as to what the ranking factors are, and these are the people who are measuring with scientific tools and methods. So this is the industry. We're the SEO industry. Uh, those other people really are not. And uh, you should come check us out. Uh, go to bit.ly slash SEO proof to see what I've been doing and all the proofs I have there. And check out secretseo.guru to see my, my group as what's going on there uh, if you've been hit recently or if you want to make sure you don't get hit. So let's check out the YouTube page. Let's get some free SEO advice going on in here. And uh, I'll leave that up just in case anybody asks about that. And okay, so make sure you... Uh, if at all possible, make sure <laughs> Yashar, <laughs> uh, Yashar, uh, thank you very much, brother, for putting that in there. Example question with a bunch of stars. You see these? You see these things? I need all the help I can get to make sure you're asking me a question. Otherwise, I might think you're just talking back and forth. Uh, okay, so Mike Calvin asked a question. Let's get to the Q and A here. Let's get you guys some rankings. Mike Calvin asks, would cranking out tons of YouTube videos, Holly style? with links back to a page and folks are clicking through to the page, would it help SEO in any way? The answer is yes. Uh, that would definitely help SEO. Uh, we've tracked, uh, new, in numerous experiments, we've tracked traffic from various different kinds of sources. Uh, direct traffic, as long as they're happy, that seems to boost your rankings. Uh, as long as they're doing happy signals. They're literally moving their mouse around in happy signals and clicking on words and highlighting sentences. If they don't do that, it looks like nothing seems to happen. And if they're coming from Google, uh, they can, you can get that positive effect. You can also get this negative effect based on our experiments. Uh, if they bounce around the site called Pogo Sticking, which Rand Fishkin has been talking about forever, or he used to. Does he even do SEO anymore? I'm not sure. Um, but uh, that is a, we've tested that. That's a negative signal. That's a demoting signal. You definitely don't want that. And bouncing back to Google is the worst signal, so you definitely don't want that either. So yeah, and if you do videos, a uh, successful recipe is what uh, all the news sites do. They'll create a video for a topic and it'll be a related video, but then all of their articles that are on specific uh, things about that topic, they'll all have that one related video. So you can use that one video, you know, five, 10, 15 different times in different posts and get the value from it. 
So you don't have to be one for one on videos for exactly matching your article text. Yeah, and, and Ted's totally right. There's there's kind of a magic, there's kind of a way to do it. Um, uh, to, to put related kind of concepts and clickbaity kind of articles together. So people click on that and they keep going from, from jump to jump to jump. So you, so you can definitely use YouTube in this, uh, in this equation and Google will specifically filter that traffic out in Google Analytics and show you the clicks you've gotten. That's another little hint there. Uh, we're, we're very low down on the evidence level, but that's another little hint from Google that, hey, maybe that'd be a good thing to do or something you should check out. But they'll also filter out other social traffic. You can do Facebook as well. We've talked about Facebook a lot on the show. Sadly, our Facebook guru, Melissa, couldn't join us today. But getting Facebook ads and pushing that to various uh, places and pages is also a very good tactic as well. And there's some black hat ways of doing that too, where you can get other signals by doing it. If you want to learn it for more information, come email me at joshbrasinski.gmail.com about these sneaky little black hat ways of using Facebook, which are really, really cool. Okay. So uh, Matthew Moss asks, will page load speed matter so much in the near future now that 5G is getting rolled out in London 5 to 50, 15 to 20 times faster than 4G? You know, Matthew, in my experience, yeah, it's still going to matter because where most of the, most of the um, problem is is uh, basically in not in the 3G or 4G speed. It's in the size of your web pages and the speed of your server. That's where the major lag is coming from, actually. Uh, I mean, of course, transmission, the transmission between the two and, and, and between you do make a difference, of course. But when I'm checking out speed, and it does make a huge difference, it is a major ranking factor, and I would seriously recommend that you update your speed to be as fast as possible, as soon as possible. Uh, but definitely it's the time to first bite that seems to make the most difference on the server. So you need to make sure your server is as fast as possible. You need to make sure that um, your, your round trip between the DNS and the SSL certificate is under 0.5 seconds, in my opinion, for mobile, or as fast as possible, even faster than that, if possible, 0.3 seconds I've seen sometimes. And that the first page they're downloading is not too huge. It doesn't take like a second to load that. And then you need to remove all of your JS and, and CSS that are not required. And don't design with excessive C, uh, CSS or JS. Um, some designers might not like that. And quite frankly, when you go to improve your speed, a lot of designers are going to balk at that. They're going to say, yeah, well, I like my design. It's prettier. Those SEO guys don't know what they're talking about. Well, don't ask a design person for their advice in SEO because they have no idea what they're talking about. So, and put your static resources on a CDN. You know, it's it's not just that your server is fast. It's all the unnecessary headers that get communicated. And if you have a million little images, you're going to resend all of your cookies. Sadly, Ted, you broke up there a bit, but I, if I could paraphrase what you're saying, yes, uh, definitely getting on a fast CDN would be good. And the way the web servers are configured, sometimes you can get speed boosts by not making multiple requests. And the way things are configured, you ask for the headers at the same time as well. Also, caching your files can make a difference. But before you do the caching and before you worry about any of that, in my opinion, you need to strip down the, the design to begin with. Designers are just building these huge bloated designs because speed never really used to matter that much. Uh, it always did actually for, for conversions, but but now it really matters for, for Google ranking and Google really is making sure that uh, uh, speed is a major priority. You're gonna rank for more uh, more queries, you're gonna rank better the faster you make it. Speed yeah. would be the one area where I could say you could never go wrong making it uh, faster. 
Even yeah. if you spend a thousand dollars on making it faster, that would be money well spent. Uh, as long as you don't break the bank, totally doing it. Ted, the way you should design always, and you see this every day. You know, you're driving into work, you go past that bus stop, you see the line of fifteen people. They're all staring at their phone from the bus stop. You are designing websites for people standing in line at the bus stop. Yeah, I agree totally. Mobile is should be your benchmark as to how fast it needs to be. And if you don't, if you haven't checked your traffic recently, check it because you might be surprised at how much mobile is moved into your space. In fact, it for most I do hundreds of audits a year. If you need an SEO audit, email Josh, email me at joshbrzezinski at uh, gmail.com. And what I'm finding in most of my audits that I'm doing, surprisingly, is that uh, I'd say well over 50% of my clients have well over 50% mobile traffic to their sites. So the majority traffic these days is mobile. So if you haven't been paying attention to it, if you're not always looking in your site in mobile, you should just even look at your site always in mobile. It's Command Shift I on the Mac to get in Chrome to get the mobile version, or Control Shift I on Windows to get the uh, Code Inspector to come up and show you in Chrome to show you the mobile version. And that's how you should be uh, always looking at your website so that you are always using the mobile version and you always realize how good or bad it is and how much more work you need to do to, to get it working. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, Matt Calvin asked, Ted, great presentation in Chiang Mai. Is Cora any help for ranking YouTube videos on Google? Um, pro probably not. Cora only helps you with the uh, uh, organic web results in Google. So it's it's not going to help you rank in YouTube. And, you know, it might give you some ideas for your title and uh, description and maybe keywords that you should target, but it's going to be pretty minimal help for, like, ranking a video in the organic web results. So. Okay, thank you, Ted. Yeah, sadly, uh, Cora is mostly for global rankings. I mean, thank goodness Cora exists and it's there for global rankings. Uh, people have been bugging Ted to maybe make a local version if possible, and there's all kind of variations he could make. Uh, so uh, let's let's keep emailing Ted and begging him to, could you please make a local version? Can you make a YouTube version? Can you make a Bing version? Can you do all this different stuff? Because definitely what we want him to do. Man, I've got the crazy chest here going today. I was telling Ted that I have the, I have the deep sales funnel going to, going today. It's my lumberjack costume. Happy Halloween! I am Canadian after all. Um, okay, after that non sequitur, <laughs> I'll move right along. Shane Welcher says hello, Josh. Hi, Shane. I am here about to attend the OMG live, which you may or may not know about. But thanks for all the videos you make. OMG is Greg Morrison type SEO, but with all there with all there is, there's room to learn. Um. Ted or Jordan, have you guys uh, ever attended an OMG event? Or do you guys know these uh, Greg Morrison or these OMG guys at all? Uh, I know of them. I've never been in their programs. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if anybody's going there, be sure to tell them about me. I'd be happy to come talk to their audience uh, about data-driven SEO. So have them reach out to me. Yes, that's what I was going to say is that um, – uh, they need a heavy dose of Ted. <laughs> they need a heavy dose of science SEO. And Ted would be a great start into how to do the scientific measuring of SEO. Cora should definitely be a presentation there. So so Shane, definitely go there and tell, have you said, have you heard about Cora? Have you heard about Ted Kabitis? Go to bit.ly slash get dash Cora, check it out, and make sure that uh, those guys are are know about Cora. 
or at contact Ted at seotoollab.com.net. Ted? Is Ted there? Uh-oh. That's .net. He's there. <laughs> He's like, just looking down on the ground like that. I think Ted's frozen, but at seotoollab.net, you can contact Ted there. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, .com. Sorry. <laughs> seotoollab.com. It's seotoollab.com is where you get Cora and you can contact Ted. So uh, definitely, Shane, those guys at OMG, um, uh, I would I would say they definitely need a bigger dose of science-based SEO, and and Ted would be the first way to do it. Uh, he's going to blow their – he's going to knock their socks off. He's going to show them things that they're not going to believe uh, is possible. So they should definitely check Cora uh, out. If you haven't checked it out, go to bit.ly slash get-cora. Now, more SEO questions, folks. Let's see what we can do here. Uh, Lazy Kegger, Lazy KGR says, Josh Bashinsky, keyword no less than 50%, no more than 100%. Is it still applicable? If yes, should I apply for only my main keyword or also for Google Bold Text or Yellow Cora TED Text competitors ratios? Um, no. Um, I am currently working on an on-page course right now as we speak. Uh, I have a lot of testing into on-page SEO that's going on right now, which also uses Cora and Pop as well. And uh, no, those general rules of thumb no longer apply. You need to get Cora, you need to get Pop, you need to get uh, either one or the other piece of software. I prefer both. And I like to look at the Pop suggestions and I like to look at the Cora suggestions. And wherever they agree, I definitely need to focus attention there and definitely need to do stuff there. And then I'm also gonna be making an on-page course, an on-page kind of, I don't know if I'll make it a course, or I'll just make it part of my mentorship group. I'm not really sure. You should join my mentorship group. I'll definitely release it to them. I'm not sure I'm gonna release it, release it to the public. But it is going to uh, revolutionize the way on-page SEO is working these days. I have a bunch of experiments that have gone even further than, than, than uh, any other testing group that I know, than any other science group that I know, uh, which is basically two, me and, and SIA. And um, uh, we've, I've gone further than all of them in, in terms of my on-page testing in specific isolated variables. And we get very good results, like spot 200 to spot two kind of results from our on-page SEO in some cases, in rare cases. So uh, join my mentorship group. Go to secretseo.guru if you want to check that out. You want to see the experiments behind it. I show you everything. I show you all the experiments. I say exactly how sure I am of these things. I, I tell you how I did the experiments. And so you can know SEO uh, as well as I do. You could be the secret SEO guru. That's why I call it secret SEO guru. Everyone knows I'm an SEO guru. I'm not the secret SEO guru. You could be, this, you could be the uh, SEO guru. Um. So no, that's not the way to do it. It's, it's much more complex than that. Uh, uh, and um, uh, I can't even give you a rule of thumb. You need to follow Coral or Pop or both and then uh, join my mentorship group to learn the extra uh, special ranking factors. I'll give you a hint. Um, we, you got, this is why you gotta be in a science-based SEO group. Um, the meta keywords tag has been tested as a single variable factor like eight different times. Uh, over the last two, three years. We have tested it, uh, SIA has tested it, and currently, as it stands right now, it is a demoting factor. If you have the meta keywords tag in your pages, our two tests, we did two separate tests show that it demotes. And these tests were pretty conclusive, folks. There was no other thing wonky about the test, it was, it was very cut and dry. So if you have your meta keywords currently on your pages, you definitely need to delete that right away. And that's why you need to be in a science group, because we're gonna find these things immediately uh, or not immediately, but as soon as possible, and we're going to notice these things. We're going to tell you, you could still have this these boat anchors on your pages and you not notice. That's why you need to be part of a science group. 
And there's like 10 other things like that that I can't even mention on air. I can't mention, uh, here's another good point. I catch some flack in the comments of people being like, well, real science should be free and you should tell us all your experiments. Uh, one, no. No, I shouldn't. Um, where, where is that uh, uh, self-evidently true that all science well, is and that well, I should parents really with you? All pharmaceuticals are free. <laughs> yeah, yes. All, I'm afraid pharmaceuticals are not free. I'm afraid science is not free. And, and you know what? I kind of agree with you, though. I'm kind of this liberal left wing. I'd love information to be free. I try to make as much free information on my show as I can. I've given out tons of free information on my show. Here's the problem. The reason why I can't just release all my findings, because the second I do, Google watches me. The second I do, Google's going to change it. Google will shift it. So at the very least, I have to have a flimsy little paywall of, of, a, of a very minor amount of, of payment per month, quite frankly, to join my mentorship group. And, and there's work involved of me teaching you and explaining to you the scientific results. It's not always as cut as dry as do this, like the meta keywords one, pretty cut and dry. Don't have it in your pages. That was pretty easy. But uh, hey, Michael, I'm going to mute you until you want to ask a question. OK, bud? Yeah, in our industry is like the and our industry is like the plague. Once you get news out there, everybody knows about it, and then Google changes something in a week. Now yes. it's dead, and then you got to go do more testing again. It just it doesn't work that way. Yes, no, you're absolutely right. We are long, long gone are the days where Google had a laissez-faire kind of "oh, you guys go have fun" kind of attitude towards the SEOs. It is not that way anymore, my friend. They are viciously attacking SEOs and viciously trying to close holes of us trying to rank because they want to have a complete iron grip hold on those SERPs and all the money that comes in it. They want all SEOs to die. They literally want SEO as an industry to die. And so they get all that money into AdWords. Do not, uh, do not, uh, uh, make, it, do not make, make any mismake, uh, any mismake. Do not make any mismake and do not make any mistake that Google is uh, not your friend and they want all SEOs to die and they want to just have it all in AdWords. So they hate people like me and people like Ted and people like Jordan who are really high up, high level. And we are, we're, we're, we're pretty much the best SEOs on the planet really at this point. Uh, plus a few other people that I would, I would, I would, add, I would Kyle in there. I'd add a few other people in there and the SAA group, you know, who I'm friends with and whatnot. But quite frankly, we're really good at reverse engineering what Google is doing. And the second we say it, Google is going to uh, release, uh, Google's going to change it. So I cannot, I literally cannot. It's risking my revenue. It's risking all the revenue of all my students and all the people who listen to me. I cannot release those secrets for free. So all these, all these little whiny people who come on to come on, I mean, go ahead, do whatever you want. I don't give a shit what you do. But you come on and you make these comments like, why don't you make it for free? You're probably working for Google. Like, why would you, why would anyone ever say something so stupid as science is free and you should tell me all your secrets? No, science is not free. And you can join my mentorship group to learn like anybody else. I'm not discriminating against anybody. And I can't give it out for free. I give out for free as much as I can, trust me. And you don't want me to give it out for free because the second I do, Google's going to go and change it because that's how powerful our ranking factors are. If you don't believe well, me, sorry, my rant is almost done. You don't believe me? Go to bit.ly slash SEO proof, bit.ly slash SEO proof, P-R-O-O-F, proof. You know the word proof? I prove we know what we're talking about in that folder. I have about 140 pieces of evidence in there right now proving that we know what we're talking about. These are all recent ranking examples proving we know the ranking factors and how to rank. Both my own uh, uh, graphs are in there and some of my students and some testimonials from students 
and verbal reports from students are in there too. So even if half of those were fake, let's just say for the sake of an example, all SEOs are liars and half of those examples are fake. Let's, I'll give you that, granted. I still have 70 pieces of evidence that I know what I'm talking about, which is still seven times more everybody else in the industry I will ever give you on their long sales pages. So go to bit.ly slash SEO proof, bit.ly slash SEO proof, and you'll see all the experiments and you'll see all the stuff there. Okay. The, the truth is, the truth is you know, even, even if Google isn't targeting you specifically, Josh, uh, every bit of SEO knowledge we have today is stale and you know past its its uh, goodbye date mm -hmm. you know, tomorrow. You know we it could all change tomorrow, mm -hmm. and the only way you're gonna know what changed and how much is to retest and to remeasure. Yep, you're totally right. And I, I when Panda and Penguin came out, uh, you know, four or five years ago, I predicted it. I said SEO, this open kind of forums on SEO are all gonna die. And the only group of SEOs, real SEOs left are gonna be private groups. They're talking with their private knowledge and not telling anybody else because we can't afford it to get out. We've got, we've progressed to that. We've evolved or devolved, whatever which you wanna say. We've evolved to that state where now it's just like pharmaceutical companies. They don't share knowledge, not really. It's all secret labs doing secret testing that we all keep to ourselves to, to manipulate what it is we need to manipulate to make our living of what we need to do. So, um, Sorry, that's the way it is. I try and give out as much free knowledge as I can, but I can't I can't obviously release, and why, why, why would I? And shame on you for asking for me to release all the stuff that, that keeps my family fed and keeps all the families of everyone who relies on me fed. It would be unethical for me just to just release all that knowledge and, and put all their revenue in jeopardy. Okay, Michael asks, question. Hi, Josh. I know you're against a disavow file. Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> if I submitted a disavow file with about 100 domains, should I just submit a new disavow file with zero domains? Um, so you're asking if you just disavowed and, and now you found out that I have all these scientific, uh, scientific tests proving you shouldn't do that because at best nothing will happen and at worst you'll lose your rankings, which I do have plenty, plenty of tests showing this. Single variable ones too, highly trustable, uh, with no other factors going on. Um, so don't disavow ever unless you've got a manual action versus site, and then that's a whole other ball, ball of wax. He's asking, should I just delete that disavow file and put the one with zero domains up? Go ahead, I've, I've tested it, nothing happened. I've deleted disavow files and nothing ever got better. So nothing bad happened on that one test either. So I don't know, go ahead, try it. Uh, Matt Cuts, years ago when Matt Cuts used to work for Google, at SMX Advanced in 2000, 13, I believe it was, he said, uh, or maybe, yeah, 2013. He said that, um, don't do that. And he said uh, with a sneaky little tone, don't disavow your, don't delete your disavow file because we don't like that. Was that just a warning? Was he just trying to scare people or was it serious? I have no idea. So I tried it in a single variable test. Nothing happened. Nothing happened at all. Nothing happened when I disavowed all the files that existed. And I know all of them because I made them. And nothing happened when I deleted that disavow file, so nothing happened. So like I said, the disavow file is at best doing nothing. At worst, in some of my tests, it did derank pages. I lost rankings from using the disavow file. So don't do it. But whether or not you should delete it now, I would go ahead and delete it. Uh, but you've kind of, you kind of have the mark of Cain on you now. It's, you kind of have this mark on you. I don't know, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen and I don't know 
you have to watch very you have to watch the rankings of that site very carefully as you're moving forward because if you notice that it's not ranking the way it should and if you never did scientific testing you'll never know what that means ranking the way it should uh, but if it's not ranking the way it should based on scientific testing if you know exactly how long certain factors take and how many boost how much of a boost certain factors should give you if you've never done the scientific testing you'll never know but if it's not ranking the way it should I would watch out for that <laughs> he says I didn't know what the F I was doing it's okay it's fine it's fine don't feel bad you know don't feel bad if you tried some yet some stale dated SEO tactic like Ted talks about I'm gonna share my graph I apologize to people who've seen the graph before <laughs> they're like oh no not the graph again where is it oh here it is so everyone is on a continuum of F SEO uh, moving forward and you're getting you're moving from the worst evidence to the best so everyone's gonna start down here in SEO opinion and then go to a conference and listen to what Google says and then they're gonna make a bunch of in-the-field observations this is not only the evolution of the SEO industry this is the evolution of all of us as we move through our our, our careers in SEO but the problem is that everything three and under are not trustable evidence right there these are all flawed sources of evidence the least flawed sources of evidence and I notice for all you purists out there I took a philosophy degree I know exactly what I'm saying the least flawed evidence the best evidence we have is number two which is again uh, niche specific correlation studies such as Cora and here's a link to get it with 25% off in perpetuity and the the best kind of evidence is single variable experiments even more powerful when you match these two together actually that's that's the juice right there when you match both of these together and it's a group that does single variable experiments uh, into the ranking factors like mine at secretseo.gru. I only have 25 spots left in secretseo.gru, by the way. I will cap it at 100 because these guys are hard to, hard to teach and take a lot of time to manage. So if you want in in that group, I would suggest you email me right away because there's not going to be any seats left. But don't feel bad if you started down here at uh, four or five. You do want to get through into three, into two, and move up here. You should feel bad if you stay here. You should be ashamed because you're risking your money and your client's money to risk all your bets on this kind of knowledge, which isn't knowledge at all. It's, it's rumor and hearsay. Well, I like number three because number three provides fuel for numbers one and two. Yes. Yes, you're totally right. In the field, observations are sometimes the best you can do. Um, uh, but yeah, but if you stay at three and below, that's where I think the problem comes in. You need to move your career, you need to move, so don't feel bad if you started at three and below. You need to move your career up to one and two, and the occasional three, to uh, really uh, know what you're doing and really say that you're an SEO, that you can measure what it is you're doing. If you can't measure what it is you're doing or don't have scientific tests to prove it, well then you're not actually an SEO, you're, you're a fortune teller, you're a guessio, which sadly is not the same thing. Alrighty, let's see, what other questions we got here? What other free SEO advice can we give you guys? Um, do unlinked brand mentions or URLs in an article help SEO in any way? Uh, I love that question. <laughs> Would you like to take that question? Yeah, if you you should really pay attention to the entity patent. Uh, I believe it came out in 2014, 13, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it does go over that, um, especially with some of the testing that we're doing. Um, it's the direction of how things are going. I'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah, um, I would take it a step further, and I would say, based on our experiments, uh, yeah. 
uh, all of our experiments and all of our knowledge here on the panel, um, not only would I say that uh, brand mentions and or URLs in an article help SEO in, in the sense of your entity, but even, even uh, uh, topical relevant words or LSI words can go so far as to help your SEO. So there's a whole way of doing, you know, there's a whole way of doing SEO here that Google has totally hidden from us, totally veiled underneath, and that we're starting to open up and take a look at how it, how it all works. And links are such a small portion of it. You know, any of you people out there who think, oh, just throw links at it. Yes, links are still a ranking factor, but we just showed you how they're going away in importance, how they're degrading in importance. Because think about it, all the new tools, they're doing text mentions, they're doing no follow links, they're doing shares on social. Not a lot of organic links are being made these days except for smaller and smaller groups, right? So Google has developed a whole way of doing SEO and a whole way of ranking sites that no one is taking advantage of right now. And anyone who is, is just seeing like a little tiny portion of it. Like if, if this dinosaur, if this dinosaur is the way of doing SEO right now, some people have seen the, the little tail portion of it and they've guessed at it and they're getting some little bits. Or some people have guessed a little foot here. We're doing scientific tests to see the whole thing in, in its totality and know when it's a ranking factor and when it's not a ranking factor and in what ways it's a ranking factor and what ways it's not a ranking factor. The only way you can get that knowledge is by joining groups like ours. Jordan has his own group for local. Uh, Jordan, talk about your group for local actually for a bit. Yeah, so we have a uh, course called GMB Master Academy. So if you're trying to rank on Google My Business, uh, we have a full walkthrough. Uh, everything from A to Z, just to kind of add on to this last question, when your guys are, are trying to rank locally, that is essentially what you're doing. You're building citations. Citations mm -hmm. are a link back to your brand. So if you're targeting local, that's really what it is. Whether there's a link or not. Exactly. Yeah, Google is looking for specificity, spe specific text keywords, and building your entity together. For me, it's like a word cloud. If you guys seen, I deleted, I'm on my Mac now, I deleted the picture, but uh, it's like a word cloud. The more, and that's how Google thinks of your site, and the more you build up the words in the word cloud, the more Google thinks you're about that thing, right? The more mentions you have pointing to you, the more mentions you have on you, if you'll forgive the way I say that, the more, the more mentions you have pointing to you, the more mentions you have of you, maybe not even linking to you, the more mentions you have of you, that all builds your entity and all uh, collects all those signals together and makes it more powerful for us uh, in terms of relevance for Google to rank you. And all these updates are relevance updates. So this is, this is really like cutting edge SEO stuff that we scientifically know is working. We're not just, I'm not just guessing right now. I'm explaining to you theoretically how all these algorithms and how all these tests that we've done and we've seen the results and we're like, wow, I can't believe that's, we tested again. We're like, wow, that's a ranking factor. We've done this like umpteen dozen times now and we're seeing now how, what Google's really doing and it's actually quite interesting. It's just super interesting to talk about actually. Okay, Mike says, hi Josh, quick question. Does Google cut off slash penalize your traffic if you don't publish content, let's say for a month? The answer is no. Uh, query deserves freshness is a factor, but it's not that big of a factor. Um, uh, it's uh, it's not, not, not in my opinion uh, anyway. I don't know if Jordan or Ted, you guys disagree. But I don't think it's that big of a factor. And um, uh, uh, there's, other, there's other factors I would worry about long before that one anyway. Yeah, Google won't get rid of a 404 URL for at least 10 months. So the fact that they're still trying that long on a page that isn't even there 
should tell you something about it. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. Uh, okay, Lazy KGR says, Josh Brzezinski, this is the most F best YouTube show ever. Uh, thank you, SEO show ever. Thank you very much. Uh, if we get if we get every week hints, will be awesome. You give us this hint earlier. Uh, calm on, Josh. Any other hint for this week? Um, sure. There's I could give you plenty of hints. Just give me a topic. <laughs> it's kind of broad. Like uh, uh, like I said, you can never go wrong fixing your speed. I'll give you that hint. And you can never. Here's a second thing you can never go wrong on. You can never ever waste your time, and you can never ever spend too much money on boosting your conversions. Install Crazy Egg, install Hotjar, watch what your traffic does, and uh, 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 streamline that traffic to the sale. Chase that traffic to the sale. If you watch in Hotjar, they make recordings automatically. In Crazy Egg, you have to go do an extra step and turn on recordings for that URL. But watch, uh, uh, cycle the recordings to shortest to longest and watch them from shortest first and just keep playing them. And you will see people scrolling and stopping at the same place every time. You'll know where the problem is on the page. You'll fix it. They'll go to another problem. You'll fix it until chase them all the way into the conversion, whatever the conversion is. And that's speed and that's CRO. That's conversion rate optimization. Speed and CRO are two places that you would definitely get SEO boosts. You'll definitely get sales boosts. And you can never, ever, ever waste your money. Um, that these, these, these are scientifically tested, guys. So I'm not just whistling Dixie here. So definitely go try and do that. Uh, and uh, Scott, I see you're here. Hi, Scott. Did you have a question you want to ask today, my friend? <laughs> just listening. Not a problem. If you do, go ahead and unmute yourself. No, uh, no questions. Except I, I did join a little bit late. Uh, and y'all were saying something about Ahrefs when I joined in. And I had a question. One site I saw a lot of uh, drops in, uh, let's see, in that organic keywords but i don't it within ahrefs reporting but i don't see anything wonky at all in any of my other analytics so uh you and ted were saying something about ahrefs when i joined i'm just wondering if, if anyone else had noticed anything ahrefs related uh, that happened in the last week yeah we're we're not saying that the data in ahrefs has changed we're saying that uh the the data that href has isn't correlating strongly with rank position in Google anymore. And it used to. It used to be a very strong signal that when when Ahrefs said you should rank well, that you actually did, in fact, rank well in Google. And those two things have diverged. That isn't the case anymore. And it could just be that Google has devalued backlinks. Or it could be that Google is trying to make uh, things different so that Ahrefs doesn't know how the machine works. Uh, or it could just be a fluke. Or it could be a problem on Ahrefs' side. Something is up in the past few weeks, and Ahrefs is not correlating strongly as it used to mm -hmm. with rank position in Google. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I haven't investigated enough to really have a nailed down hard question to ask you, but just thought I'd throw that out there since y'all happened to be talking when I joined in. Of course, not a problem, Scott. Um, yeah, everyone's got to remember, Ahrefs, Moz uh, are just tools for SEO. Um, I see people going on John Mueller's Hangout and asking John Mueller about page authority, which is a, which is a Moz metric. 
John Mueller doesn't know anything about page authority. That's just Moz's tool. Um, um, you've got to know what tool you're using and what the limitations of your tools are. You got, sorry guys, you've got to know how to do SEO. You can't just, I mean, Cora is probably the best software for just set it and forget it and just follow the recommendations. And 80% and of the time you're going to be right and it's going to rank better. But the more you get to spot number one, the more you're going to have to know what you're doing. Sorry, that's just the way it is. Uh, no matter how, uh, sorry Ted, no matter how powerful Cora is, you're, it's just a measurement tool. If you don't know what you're measuring, then, then you're going to have trouble. So you could have the best toolbox in the world, and Cora is the best SEO toolbox in the world. That's bar none. That's the way it is, hands down. But <laughs> and you could be in the best SEO group in the world. My mentorship group is the best men a mentorship group in the world, hands down. But if you don't know how to do SEO and you refuse to learn from these sources how to do SEO, then and you don't know how to use these tools and resources, then you're not going to have very much success. And so that's just the way it is. I'm sorry. There are very few get-rich-quick schemes that actually work. Yeah. Get rich and, doing SEO, but you got to know what you're doing. And that's exactly is Cora tells you how much you need of each factor to be competitive for the keyword you're trying to rank for. It does not tell you how best to do it. It doesn't tell you how best to implement it. Right. So when Cora tells you that you need to add, you know, 32 more keywords into LI tags, I mean, that might mean that you need to tune your navigation because you use LI tags in your jQuery menu. Might mean that you need to add more products per page because you're doing a store category page. Or it might mean that you need to actually add an HTML list to your blog post because listicles are ranking well for the term. You still need an SEO to figure out how best to do it. These tools only tell you how much you need. Right. So again, um... I want to, I'm trying in this show to give good information. I'm trying to um, uh, inspire people to do SEO because you can do it. But it's like I'm teaching martial arts. I, I can teach you how to throw the best punches and kicks. I can teach you how to block. I can teach you how to move around and do stuff. If you don't do it in a fight, then you're not going to win, <laughs> right? It's At the end of the day, it's up to you. I can show you the best way to get out of guard. I can show you the best way to stop a knife attack and redirect it and then stab them a bunch of times wherever you need to stab them. But if you don't do the moves at the right time in the right way, well, then then sorry, dude, you're not going to win the fight. And it's not going to go very well for you. So SEO is the exact same way. You can't rely on anybody else. you got you got to take it and do it yourself. But there are great resources, and I'm trying to, trying to get you to the resources because I know they're going to help you. I know our resources are going to help you. It's just you gotta, you got to be ready to do it. you gotta, you got to be ready to, to take the plunge. and to you got to be ready to win the fight yourself after, with my coaching and with our if, if I can add something to that, and don't necessarily rely on tools to get you to where you need to be. Cora is a measurement, like a, a tape measure, like like Ted uses in his talks. It's a it's a tape measure to get you to what you need to be. It's not these other fancy SEO tools that are going to give some magic wand and you're going to get first page ranking. So it does require some ability to use some part of your brain or find another SEO who has the experience to use that. So. Right. And that's a good point, Jordan. There's there's nothing wrong with that. Know your strengths. If your strength is not an SEO, maybe you should be running your company and hire an SEO and a designer person and just just do the booking accordingly, right? Do do the yeah. math in your head if you have enough money to handle all that accordingly. It's you're starting a business and then like any business, you have to have a SWOT analysis. You have to know your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities and your threats. 
And so if you know when your weakness is that you're weak in tech and the threat is that you're going to fail because you're weak in tech, well, then don't do the tech parts. Don't do the SEO parts, right? Uh, if you're really good at writing, maybe you should do the writing and you should hire someone to do the SEO. Join a group that will teach you how to do the SEO or get a piece of software that's going to really help you do the SEO. Uh, and there's all kinds of groups that actually support uh, 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 TED software as well. So um, let's see if I can get to the rest of these questions here. we got 12 minutes left. Lewis Houston asks, hey, Josh and Ted, have you ran any tests on obtaining uh, the featured snippets? Yes, we've run tons of tests on how to obtain the featured snippets. And seeing that I'm in, I'm in a giving mood, I've, I've shared with you in the chat a link to the uh, our, uh, a, a tutorial on how to get featured snippets, a, guaran a guaranteed way to do it uh, that was working up until a few months ago. Uh, it still works as far as I know. A guaranteed one of the ways, there's multiple ways of getting featured snippets, but I put that link in the chat. So scroll down in the chat at the Dropbox link. Go ahead and check out that tutorial, and that'll help you uh, get the featured snippets. If you implement that code and you're not getting featured snippets, then you have a quality problem. You need to check out your CRO and your speed, or you need to contact me for an audit to check out what's going on. Okay. Uh, uh, hey, Josh and Ted. Uh, yes, the same feature snippet one. Uh, how much is the mentorship group? Go check out secretseo.guru. You can see or email me at joshpashinsky at gmail.com. There's the link for the uh, feature snippet tutorial. You can see it there in the chat. Uh, if you uh, want the link and it's after you're watching this as a replay, email me at joshpashinsky at gmail.com and I'll see if I can share it with you. Um, the Jedi Bunny, <laughs> cool. The Jedi Bunny asks, question, if you had one year to learn SEO and become a professional at it, what would be your game plan for that? Uh, my game plan would be uh, join my mentorship group. Obviously, that's what I'm going to say. It's the best educational group for SEO there is. Um, if you're going from uh, ground zero to, to, to top SEO, you better have a lot of skills because a year might be a little short, quite frankly. You, you better have a lot of skills kind of uh, under your belt already. If, if you're going from never touched a computer before, to want to be a top-level SEO, that's longer than a one-year journey, my friend. I'm sorry. So hopefully you already know how to use a computer. Okay, you're here. Now you need to learn HTML. Okay, you're here. You need to learn uh, linking and web stuff and how to search in Google. Okay, you're here. You know, and then uh, need to learn how to run a business, how to uh, schedule things, how to find people, how to find employees, how to uh, find niches, how to find ways to make money, how to use WordPress. Okay, you're getting closer. You're still two years away from being an SEO. Oh, okay, now you've learned WordPress, you know how to do web design, you know how to do web programming. Okay, now you're a year or two, you know, about a year away from how to learn SEO. Good for you. But you had to learn all this stuff here first or know how someone on your team who could do all this stuff here first. So that's kind of a loaded question. So if you already had all that knowledge from here to here, one year to be an SEO, yeah, sure, just join my mentorship group. You'll be ranking in, in months. Yeah, I'd, I'd say immersion, you know, build a website and rank it for a keyword. Uh, you're gonna learn the most by rolling up your sleeves and doing it. Like this, you should even have little sleeve holder things and then it's, it's even better. But, but all joking aside, yeah, I mean, it could take a year to do it. Um, and I, I, you would, I mean, I'm not trying to just sell my mentorship group, but really that, that is the best educational resource I know of that because we use Cora, we have a huge discount in Cora, we use Pop, we use our single variable experiments. Jordan is also in my group. Uh, and you can also join his group for, you know, his, his group is quite reasonable if you if you want to also do local SEO as well, which is, which is another thing on top of that, right? Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's the, that's the way I roll. I make the best product ever. So, uh, and that's the only thing that I support. So that's what I would say. 
Um, uh, but you definitely need the best kind of scientific group to learn it. And yeah, you can learn it in a year. If you go to anyone else's group, you're gonna be learning a bunch of bullshit that doesn't work and you're gonna have a lot of failures and that's gonna make you take longer and increase your costs, uh, demoralize you and possibly you'll give up and quit before, before you, you make it to, to, to number one. And, and real quick, Josh, if you start now, not in some type of testing group, you're probably going to be about three years behind. Mm. You know, the good thing about being in Josh's group is you're getting the SEO factors that are right now, like today. So that's a huge advantage. Even if you never started before, you still want to take some of these other things like Josh mentioned. But if you really want to step ahead of the game and be ahead of everybody else, this like his mentorship is, is right where it's at. I, I appreciate that, Jordan. Again, I don't want to make this a big, huge sales pitch for my mentorship right. group. Um, uh, but, but think of it this way. You want to cure cancer? Okay, you want to start from scratch and invent science and invent medical science and, 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 and build, uh, you know, uh, 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 telescopes and, and or microscopes and all that crap and start doing all these experiments? Or do you want to actually go to the groups that are already really close to doing it and have done all this scientific testing? You choose. Okay. Uh, Mike Calvin says, would a site built on strikingly fast and responsive on mobile be good to use even though you have limited ability to change on-site factors? Um, Mike, you're asking the wrong guy. I hate Wix. I hate WordPress. I hate Shopify. I hate all of these things. I always hire a web designer, a web developer who can design and develop everything from scratch. They basically almost always do it in HTML because I'm always building small sites and we don't really care about WordPress too much. Um, I know that's, uh, uh, that's uh, uh, against what everyone else is doing, uh, but that's the way I do it. Um, if, you, if, you don't, if, if you don't know how to build your website, how are you gonna change things when you need to? How are you gonna change your web design? You're adding in more difficulty, more loops of more software you can't change and locking you into bad SEO or in the same time, more people you have to hire and stuff like that. And so it's a risk, just like any business, you need to do the risk reward analysis and maybe yeah. you, know, you should do it. And, but, and uh, while, while you know platforms like Shopify are very difficult to work with for SEO and, and other things, if, if your web store just absolutely sucks, just go ahead and use Shopify. It'll probably be an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah, no, Ted's totally right. I mean, it comes down to, if it comes down to um, either I use Shopify or I don't do anything online and, and I don't make any money in the next few months, well, then, yeah, of course, go ahead, use Shopify. But I mean, quite frankly, it's like, it's like you're coming to me and you're like, you want to get into the, the stock trading game. And I'm like, do you know anything about finances? No. Do you know what a bank account is? No. Do you, do you know anything about stocks? No. What's money? I've never heard of this thing before. How well do you think you're going to do? Why did you ever want to get into stocks in the first place when you know nothing about any of the background required? Again, I don't want to be a negative Nelly. And I want to inspire people to do the SEO, the good SEO. But you've got to be realistic about oh, what's going to happen. And and I'm the only guy who's going to tell you the truth. And it's not all it's not all roses. It's not all it's not all rainbows and puppy toes over here. You got to know some stuff, right? You got to do some homework and understand some stuff. The more you can do on your own, the better off you'll be. If you're in the middle at least then it should be okay but there are some platforms that lock you into bad seo and you will shoot yourself in the foot and that's just the way it is and and don't ask me what they are because i don't use them for that reason i always build from scratch sometimes my designers use word use wordpress uh, despite my, my begrudging i'm bitching and moaning about it sometimes i use wordpress that's as far as i'll go 
But no, the shopping cart has to be something that they can completely uh, change and convert because quite often shopping cart software sucks. It's terrible. And it has like 80 different questions you're asking the user and they drop off at question 40. You know, everything needs to be streamlined and processed so you get the, the sales as fast as possible. And so that's why you need to be able to do it from scratch. Okay, like let me let me let me, put, let me paint a picture for you. What if you use that, that that software and you worked on it for your for a year and you got built up all your rankings and you're getting to like page two, but then you come to me and I say, sorry, you got to change this, this, and this uh, if you want to get to page one. And you're like, oh, my system doesn't allow me to do that. And I'm like, tough shit for you, right? Like, what am I gonna do, right? You've you've built your you've built your house on sand, and it's you know, and and an earthquake is gonna come along. So you don't want that to happen. You would want to make sure you have control of all of your files and all the way your design looks and your shopping cart looks. Uh, otherwise, you, you could run into trouble. Okay, let's see. We got just a few minutes left here. Um, Lazy Kegger says, keyword density, how to deal with it right now. Um, I can't tell you. It's not a five-second thing I can tell you. It's not a tip I can tell you. And that's, I'm doing an on-page course coming out uh, for my mentorship group next week. So join my mentorship group or email me, and maybe we can uh, work out just for that course or something. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with it. But uh, that's not a tip I can just – it was way more complex than just stay at 2%. It just doesn't work well, that way. If it here's, was – Here's a reason to be skeptical about keyword density. Uh, Google knows about 200 trillion URLs. And to calculate keyword density uh, – it's a ratio. It's a ratio of your keyword count by the word count of the whole page. And Google would have to get that for, you know, every URL and every keyword combination. So every keyword times 200 trillion, that's an awful lot of stuff to store and calculate and to look up. Odds are Google's probably not doing that. Uh, there would have to be serious value in doing an operation like that. And what we see in the data is the match count of how many times you use your keyword correlates extremely strongly. But the keyword densities themselves, they're at best a weak signal. And we see the same thing with TFIDF, where term frequency, the numerator, very strong signal. TFIDF, the ratio to the inverse document frequency, extremely weak. I don't think Google's calculating it. They're not doing the ratio. They're not doing the denominator. Yeah, translation is way more complicated than than just keyword density. So, I you know, and people in SEO industry talk keyword density, and they meant LSI, or these people said LSI, and they are, we're actually talking about keyword density. So. It's much more complicated. So, but you need scientific tools to measure it, or you're never going to get it right. Um, Joe asks, "Does having duplicate scheme on a site result in a demotion?" I don't know what you mean by a scheme. You meant schema, and the answer is no. Google even recommends that you do it. So, if you want to have JSON-LD and microdata all marked up on your page, that's actually an SEO advantage. It lets you get a lot of keywords in there twice. Mm. Uh, just make sure that it doesn't conflict. Make sure that both sets of schema say the same thing. Okie dokie. <laughs> I don't know what you meant by scheme, so I'll let Ted take that one. Um, oh, my goodness. There's still some more questions here. Let's see. I'm looking for ones with asterisks because I know they're for me. Uh, Jeremy asks, what is happening when I look in analytics on a given day 
I see page views on nearly page every page on the site, including tags. Is that someone who crawled my site, Alice Screaming Frog? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I, I have no way of knowing, Jeremy. I'm sorry. Uh, it could be Screaming Frog. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not really sure. Uh, it depends on who, ran, who, who, who ran it. Depends if you have IP addresses turned off or not, and what IP addresses you have turned off in, in analytics. So I'm not really sure to tell you the truth. Sorry about that. Uh, it could be traffic. Maybe your ranking. Maybe that'd be a good thing. Okay, so that's all the questions. And that's two o'clock, so we're done. So, <laughs> so thanks very much uh, for watching, folks. This has been the White Hat versus Black Hat SEO Show. My name is Josh Lumberjack Pachinski. And uh, I'd like to thank our co-hosts, uh, Jordan and Ted. Uh, Jordan and Ted, you guys have a final word you'd like to say. Well, I hope to see you guys at uh, Rockstars. I'll uh, definitely enjoy, you know, uh, sipping on drinks and talking shop. You know, the networking is one of the best reasons to go to events like these. And I would echo what he said. Echo, echo, echo. Okay, great. Well, thanks, guys, very much. This has been a great show. If you have any SEO questions at all, you can always, always email me. I'm always here working. You can always email me at joshbachinski at gmail.com, J-O-S-H-B-A-C-H-Y-N-S-K-I at gmail.com and ask a question about anything at all you'd like to ask a question about. And as I always say, good luck on the service, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.